Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. As this, this chick has 1,057,000 points. I don't know what that says, though. Like, am I thinking like too much into it like what's your what's your opinion on that like it's two fans since since david just surprised me with this uh there is a girl that i've talked to for like a little while now and nice girl uh not anything crazy but one of the things i noticed is like uh we snapchat quite a bit and i'm not a big snapchatter but there's like a, a certain like point system i guess associated with snapchat I was just explaining to David that David's like barely over 30,000 Snapchat points, whatever it means. Like there's no, I put no value to it. Um, and I'm at like 28, 29. Cause I just looked at it. It's not like I have this thing memorized and this girl is at a million points. And Jeez. I gotta think, I gotta think that's a red flag, right? Like, is that, is that not a red flag? <laughs> like, right. You know, like, I mean, and I looked through because this was I noticed this like last week. I looked through all of my friends like the next closest one is of everybody. Like I went through I was like, maybe this girl Snapchat's a lot like girls I don't talk to or people I don't talk to that. I know I'm like, they're always on this platform. They're always posting like I think one hundred and seventy five thousand was the second closest one. Like she is like 10 times more than anybody else I'm friending on Snapchat. I don't know how to take that. Like, is that, I don't, I don't view it any, like, I don't know. It's just like, it just seems sus, right? Like, that's just, that's just, I don't know. Like, I'm not, let me, let me put it out there. Like, I'm not worried that she's talking to like a bunch of guys or like a bunch of people. It's just the fact that you have like literally 25 times the amount of Snapchat usage, so to speak, as I do is like questionable like that that raises a, a red flag in my head where i'm like why is this girl on this, this app so damn much what, like is that the, is that warranted do you think that it's warranted or no what's the age uh i think she's 25 24 like a little bit younger than us yeah. maybe sucks, she racked right? up a bunch of points in college you know like no bro like i don't even know like a, look up how to how to rack up these points let me see you know i got a lot of uh credit card points but i racked them up during the wedding <laughs> let's see how do you gain snaps snap the higher snap score okay okay so it works generally speaking the more active you are on snapchat the higher snap score you will be obviously uh so the fastest way to increase is sending more snaps to your friends on a daily basis. So group texts don't don't matter. Send snaps to multiple people. Open snaps, Snapchat streaks, watch discovery videos. Like, like sending text messages won't raise your Snapchat score. So it's like all pictures. Activities don't increase. Mm. So literally, it's like just purely sending Snapchats because the... Like, whereas Snapchat streaks count how many days in a row you and your friend have been sending snaps to each other each day. As long as keeping a Snapchat streak will increase your snap score more precisely, the longer the streak goes, more will help your Snapchat score increase. So, if you were thinking about thinking about how to get more snap points or want to get rid of the hourglass emoji, I don't know what that means. Got to get get to sending those snaps. Um, as somebody who invested in Snapchat, like 
fucking stupid scoring system. I'm very pissed about my investment in Snapchat, however long ago I did it. Um, but yeah, dude, it's it's just one of those things where I was like, because of the separation from everybody, like that's just something that I was thinking. I was like, man, that's a uh, that's sus. Yay, <laughs> nay. Uh, I mean, honestly, I can't believe you even figured that out. Well, because what you do is like you click and if you just click like on the face, it like pulls up because I think I was looking for like a photo or something I had sent her and that's where you can see it. But obviously I knew this prior. Like if you just click on your face in the top right, it shows you your score and you can like add all kinds of nonsense in there and like customize it. But I don't really care about the customizing aspect. I mean, for fuck's sake, it's Snapchat. I mean, who really cares? Uh, but like a million points, bro. That's that's uh, bro. That's 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 pretty sus, man. That's a lot of points. I I Snapchat is one of those. It it got too complex, bro. Like, dude, it did. It did. Like there, there's a couple things. One, it got too complex, and two, um. It's just, I don't know because if this is because it got too complex or just like now that Instagram has the stories and all that stuff that you can do that's very simple. And it, I don't know. It's just. Okay. So Snapchat had its place and it's very, it's not staying in its own lane. It's not doing a good oh. job of that. Holy shit. Okay, this other girl is 1.7 million. This is a girl I talked to a long time ago. I did not realize that, bro. That's insane, dude. That's so much time spent on one app, man. Like an app that, like you're saying, it's not even good anymore. It's It served its purpose for like what it was, which is just like sending a message and then it disappears or sending a photo and it disappears. So like, all the stupid bullshit that you don't want to take a photo of and have on your camera roll and have to delete and do all that nonsense, like use it for Snapchat. Like if I'm taking a funny video of something, like maybe I want to take it on my camera. Most of the time I'm going to take it on my Snapchat and then just send it over to my camera roll if I want it. Like it's like that perfect medium. But once you start adding like the like the discovery page and the news and all that nonsense, it's just silly to me. Like it's so to spend that much time in comparison to the rest of the people that I'm friends with is ludicrous to me. Like, that's just, that's a lot. I'm going to preface this with, I don't really get on Snapchat and see too many snap stories nowadays, but you, you probably have to be one of the bottom three worst Snapchatters I've seen in my history of time. What is uh, like, okay. What determines that? Because I know I'm not, I know I'm not a very good Snapchatter. Uh, just like, <laughs> I it feel like every time you post something, I feel like you post as if we're still in like 2017. Okay. So like, what is, what is the six year difference now? Cause I guess I'm using that, Snapchat. That, as if it was, this is the first I'm hearing of this. I, I accept this criticism. Hit me with it. But at the same time, like. <laughs> I don't watch too many other you're you're like one of the few just because you're my boy hey, so I'm like love that. when I do end up getting on there it's like you're you're one of the first ones that pop up obviously since you're my boy and I'm just like oh what's he up to first of all 
I, but I think we got this corrected already. You're when you're cooking. Oh yeah. You're cooking pictures. I was just like, what is this? I can't even like. You yeah. were so close, so so zoomed in. I was just like, dude, what what what's going on here? I can't even like. I just I want you to really... like taste the flavor, brother. I want you to look at the photo and be able to like taste it. I can't because my face is all up in it. <laughs> the the food like, picture is the food picture is the problem with that for me is like you're probably right that I take food pictures like they're 2017 because food pictures have come six years advanced now that people understand like how to take food pictures perfectly. I have not learned that yet. I like to take food. I was deciding because I was like, man, I do a lot of cooking and then I see all these like fake ass people like posting photos of their food and shit on their stories and like maybe I'll just hop in this it crowd and start posting my food photos. And then you called me out on it, which I'm glad you did because your boy's got to take you in the corner and say, Hey man, you know, you need to improve your products. So I appreciate He's that. He's bullying you, son. He's bullying you, son. <laughs> That's damn right. So the food uh, photos, I get it, but like what else? Like 2017 so specific. Like what is, I just picked a random year in college. So like, but like what else, what else do I do? That's like old um, like that, I guess. Have you posted on Snapchat today? Uh, in the past 24 no. hours? No, oh, I don't think damn. so. I was like, damn, can I take a live example you're, you're right now? Um, no, I do like a lot of photos like Willow and food. And then I like, I formed like a private thing for the golf because I kept putting golf things out there. I was like, I'm just going to put this on a private story and add all the people I know that play golf. I think that's more fun because then yeah. I get like more interaction because more like that shit I just like posting because it's like, I don't know. I use it in a way with certain things like it's a big group text. Like I don't have a lot of like Snapchat friends because I think it's really cool if you have like a closer, like a smaller group. I maybe have like 25 or 30 friends total on Snapchat just because like I get a lot of interaction with people. That's really fun. Like I, I think. Yeah, and that's, that's what I use it for. I don't use it to like put out to the masses like this is what I'm doing today. Like, look at me, look at me. It's more like look at my buddy that probably 70% of y'all also have on Snapchat doing something dumb that all you can now see like that. That's why mm -hmm. I use it. And I like it that way. Yeah. And <clears throat> I think that's where it was at its best. Like I said, it, it didn't stay in its own lane kind of grew and became too complex. Either that, or we're really showing how old we are now. Um, <laughs> Dude, I don't think I hate that argument, bro. Like my so my sister turns uh shout out, I'm not gonna give her name because she's because I've got a couple of them. So she turns uh 29 and I hate that thing. I've I've heard that so many times recently, and like that we're getting older now. Like, what do you think that is, dude? Like, we're 26. We're not old, we're young, like really young. I'm like, I'm 27. 27, so. whatever. Like anything under like 40 is young, in my opinion. Because well, everybody I go out in the work world with or everybody I do anything with, there's at least like a percentage of people that are above 40. Like people under 40 are young. Yeah, I guess um, we're Snapchat is just a very like early 20. We're starting to get to like we're closer to 30 than 20. So we're, okay. we're starting to separate ourselves from the 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 generation after us. Um. Well, that makes especially sense. since especially since we are the last kind of 1996 97 98 99 whatever however whatever you classify millennial apparently if you look at some websites 
I'm a Gen Z or Gen Z. Some websites say we're for sure millennial. I don't know. I'm gonna say we're a millennial. I think that like ninety four to ninety seven is like such a unique range of like being born because I can remember as a kid going outside and like playing and not having like any sort of access to like the internet or like video games or whatever, like at least to the, I guess the addictive level that they are now. Like I didn't grow like we used to go outside and play like wrestle in the front yard or throw the ball or whatever, like shoot hoops. And then like, as I got, but we still understand how technology works, right? Like we're not, we're not mm -hmm. idiots. Like we're, we're pretty quick with it. So we, we, we were born just right. Just, just, on time to oh, where like, we perfect. we we were were able we were young enough but we were still we can recollect yeah when internet was like yeah yeah like dial up and shit like that like yeah. all all that stuff that they talk about like VCRs yeah you know I had a bunch of VCRs when I was a kid yeah. um all that stuff AIM. and did you ever yeah. use AIM and, oh dude. <laughs> Dude. Bro, that's a kind of like LimeWire. Fifth I mean, grade, all... David. I should I should have been banned from AIM. Why is that? Were you just like dropping just curse words left and right as a fifth grader, or what? Were no, you just? I was just like a little provocative. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know. What's your aim? Hi. Bro, no, no game like, having as you really, you really one of those guys that thinks about your game when you were in fifth grade, bro. I was such a fucking loser in like those younger years trying to learn how. I still consider myself a bad texter. Like I'm not a great, like fun person to text. I don't think. And back then, I was horrific. Like it wasn't even tolerable. I thought. So I. Have you ever gone back and like read some of your old stuff like on Facebook or anything like that? Like I've done that before and that shit, bro, it'll give you chills. Like, why'd you say that? Like, what, what were you thinking? I don't want to torture myself, so I don't do that. Um... Bro, it's not a torture thing. It's like, it's another sign that you glowed up, at least mentally and socially somewhat. You know, you don't have the IQ of a fifth grader socially. I can always say this was my undiagnosed ADHD. That's all I lean on now, nowadays. How does that work for this conversation? <laughs> because ADHD, it makes you, you don't, you don't, you're impulsive. You, you don't think things through. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is, this is news to me. I didn't know that was the diagnosis. I mean, that's part of having ADHD is just not having control over your actions, your impulse actions. Yeah, that's why we had this conversation not on here, but like on the phone when I tell you like you're like, oh, I only take my medicine when I really need it. And I'm like, I told you I have to take mine every day because if not, I act like a fool. And I, I, I guess obviously it affects everybody differently. But mine, I realized when I start when I got diagnosed and started taking my medication and whatnot, it affected me a lot socially. Yeah, as well it does yeah i don't you're it's funny i was thinking you were bullshitting me but no shit right here 
cdc.gov however you feel about them <laughs> ADHD <laughs> is one of the most common neural development developmental disorders of childhood it was first diagnosed childhood yada yada children with adhd may have trouble paying attention controlling impulsive behaviors in quotations may act without thinking about what the result will be so you are 100 correct that is hilarious or be overly active i'm with you dude i literally can't uh i i can't go out into like truly like group public settings on Adderall or anything like that. Like I can't, I can't do it. Cause it, it just like, I'm not, I'm not really myself. You know what I mean? Like it's that, that ADHD medicine doesn't well, do it. I'm, I'm opposite. I'm opposite. I don't like when I'm not on Adderall. Oh, like I don't like how I act when I'm not on Adderall because I'm very obnoxious. That, that was the David that's, that started the podcast with me. Yes, that's true. Uh, but it's just I'm very obnoxious. I'm very I don't know. I just I there there's been a few times where I don't take my medication and I, I hated like I hated the way I felt like I was like, Ugh, like David, what the hell is wrong with you? Oh like you beat and, yourself up after saying something? Or like yeah, you just don't like the way I, you I like it it's it's honestly astonishing how much stupid shit comes out of my mouth that i do not think of when i'm off the meds <laughs> that's really interesting because like i i've made it a big deal because of like health wise how it impacts you it's really not healthy at all and it's crazy how much it's doled out nowadays but like we'll see it in 10 15 years the impacts of it on on people's health because it's not healthy to take every day i don't believe to take a low grade of speed with it's it's a couple carbon chains away from meth like legitimate meth and so it's one of those things where it's like if you don't take it uh intelligently meaning like you know with food and you're properly hydrated and you're eating the right amount of calories like that that's the issues i ran into and so i started to teeter off of it just because of that reason because i realized like okay if i wake up and i eat a good breakfast like i do every day i have to take good, i have to eat a good breakfast and then I take that medicine. I used to be on the Vyvanse stuff, which would crack me out for like 16, 18 hours, which was not good because you're not eating for that long and your body can't go on overdrive for that long. It's not healthy for you. Kills a lot of things inside that are not good. But the the stuff I take now is like four to five hours, but still it's like, it's kind of an effort at certain points to eat. And that's not good. <laughs> like if your body needs fuel, like you should be able to feed it you shouldn't like be forcing yourself to feed yourself yeah um i think it all comes down to uh one if you're if the person is properly diagnosed in the first place and two the dosage i think that plays a big factor because i mean ultimately yes it's a few carbon chains away from meth but it isn't meth um the reason it's very closely related to is because if you have ADHD, the one thing is you lack, you lack dopamine. Um, dopamine true. is what helps you get focus, stay motivated, et cetera, et cetera. Um, ADHD people lack dopamine. We don't, we don't get that okay. dopamine. Just, just to be like, like accurate, as accurate as we can be, it is a mixture of amphetamine salts. like. And meth is methamphetamine. So it is a version of the amphetamine salts that you can 
use for illegal purposes. But well, it is, because you can't say it's not meth, because it isn't technically meth, but it is an amphetamine, and meth is a methamphetamine. And that's because in meth and in cocaine as well, people like it because it gives you an instant it's speed, just, instant dopamine. It gives yeah. you an increased amount of dopamine, which is why you know ADHD people kind of tend to go towards that and like possibly get addicted because you know you go your whole life say if you're undiagnosed go your whole life without knowing you have this issue of focusing and then well if you do coke one night and then boom like you're just you never felt this before i can only imagine you know what i mean yeah but, i'm trying to see what 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 coke is like i don't know what the chemical term for coke is keep going i'm curious though um, but yeah, honestly, I've been, uh, kind of listening to some stuff as of recent, just trying to learn more about, um, I feel like l- learn more about this. I don't, I don't know what to call it. Condition. There we go. I didn't, I didn't want to say disease cause it's not a disease. It's, Oh, I have a disease. It's, it's condition. Meth, methylacgonin is another name for it. Neurocaine. Yeah, it doesn't look like it really has a tie to meth. But... That, that's not the point. The point, It's not that it has a tie to it. It's just that cocaine is also another drug that gives you an, an stupid like amount of increasing dopamine. It's, I don't think it's an amphetamine, which I thought it was. I keep going. And, um, I'm like reading this. But yeah, it, it's something that I've just been kind of acquiring knowledge over time the past few weeks just because I feel like if I learn more about how the condition works and whatnot, I can learn more about myself and how to, I guess, um, how to provide myself the best opportunities to work and to get the best work out of me. Preach. You know, and I mean, it's really helped. And and also it, it helps me communicate that with, with Mia, because, you know, sometimes I have to let me, like the other day, I had to let Mia know, like, hey, you know, I know you have your own schedule and something and whatnot, but, like, you got to understand, when I, I plan things to where, like, when I take my medicine, there's a certain peak, and sometimes you, you, you take me away from that peak to do stuff that I can do no matter what, and sometimes I need to plan, plan it to where when I'm peaking... I, I do this stuff that you really need done like quickly and, you know, a ton of focus and whatnot. Work, yeah. And so it, it's also helped, helped our relationship, honestly, a lot, just because the more I learn, the more I can tell her like, Hey, this is, I'm learning. This is why I do X, Y, Z. And this is how I could probably do it better. So let's work together. So that way, I can be more productive and make you happy, make me happy. We're all happy. Yay. So I've, I've spent like, I've been taking a form of amphetamine for like eight years now. And so I definitely have gone through like what you're going through, which is just like understanding it. Like, how do you take it? Why do you take it? Like, that's where all my knowledge comes from and why I like teeter off of it now. So that begs the question, like, do you see like, 
so my my research had gone from okay this is what this drug is this is what i'm consuming on a daily basis sometimes twice a day back in the day not anymore i very very rarely consume it twice a day because i think that's wholly unhealthy um because it's just it, it does so many I could go through a list and pull it up. It does so many bad things for your gut, your biome, your brain. I mean, like you're running your brain at such a high voltage, for lack of a better word, for multiple hours a day that it's not naturally used to going that fast. And so it just keeps going and going and going and going and going. And that's why you crash, because you're going at 200 miles an hour, 200 percent. And then all of a sudden you feel those impacts. So my goal the past couple of years really had been, okay, how do I like essentially get the same impact from this while teetering off because of a lot of aspects. I really just, the eating aspect is what kills me. It's like, I can't focus on getting healthier if I'm taking a drug that doesn't allow me to consume things that are healthy for me because I just don't have a desire to eat or I don't have a desire to like do the things that, or for my body, like I'm great working detail oriented stuff. Like I can sit there and take a bunch of notes and clean the house and do all kinds of nonsense. And it's great because you're on speed. You're literally on speed and it feels great. You feel like a superhero, but it's not like I just have teetered off of it. And so I'm curious, like, have you had any interest whatsoever in teetering off of it at any point? Or is it just like this is this works for you and you like where you're at? No, I have no interest in teetering off of it. Um, I know if you're diagnosed young enough and you're, you're able to teeter off of it just because if when you're younger, you're, you can mold your brain and your brain can learn and develop in different ways. Like your faster. brain fully develops by the age of 25, by the way. Yeah. Most and so, brains. yeah. And so during that childhood process, you know, everything um, can be done easier, faster. Your brain says go left. When you're a kid, you could tell, say, brain go right, and it'll go right every time after that. As you get older, it's not, it's not quite like that. You have to like continuously tell your brain, hey, go right, go right. Oh, I forgot, man. All right, my bad. I but there's forgot. supplemental yeah. things that you can use pr besides the drug. And maybe your research will take you there one day. Well, here's the thing. What, the stuff that you describe how you describe it you describe it as if to me as someone who a either is taking too high of a dosage or b you just don't have you don't truly have adhd and you shouldn't be taking the drug in the first place cuz i correct i don't i don't feel it doesn't feel like speed for me it it feels like i'm normal like i can actually sit no, here I, talk to you no you're in a lane i i could sit here talk to you focus on you without you know i know freaking tilly's over here gnawing on this thing yeah, behind me you can focus and but i don't feel like cracked out i mean yes when i first started the medicine i didn't eat a lot i really don't eat too much as it is lunch at least lunch like during the work day i don't really care for eating lunch too much i like breakfast more i'm more of a breakfast guy um but i haven't seen anything to where 
at least to to the point that you're you're saying where it's like it's just so bad for you does this and that and this i mean from all i've gathered is i mean it increases the amount of dopamine going to your brain allowing you to focus be more motivated and whatnot not motivated don't use that word with this drug it does not motivate you yeah that's no, well dope do, the dopamine is supposed to no. motivation that's, is an external thing that you can't acquire through a drug don't it's an external thing i'm sorry Dude, like just i look just, up I, dopamine I don't just like, look up the drug there's specific chemical dopamine and that's what allow that's dopamine what produces motivation yes <laughs> okay Agreed. You think motivation doesn't come from a chemical in your brain? Uh, no, I don't. I think motivation is an external factor that influences how you act. I think you are motivated to do something. I think you can motivate yourself to do something, but both those things are external things. I don't. I think what you're describing is. I wouldn't even say discipline. Like I would just say initiative. Like you, you feel like you, you can take the initiative, you can take the first step and you can start the process, but you're not motivated because you take a drug. Like you have this in your head where it's sitting there like, okay, and not you in general, I'm speaking, or not you, I'm speaking in general. So if I'm sitting here and I go, okay, I'd really like to fill out some job applications. I'm not motivated right now to do it, but if I take this drug, is that going to motivate me? No, you just get in a lane and you're focused. It's like writing a paper. Like you sit there and, but the right, the taking the drug doesn't motivate me to write the paper. Right. It just helps me to write the paper. It helps me to fill out the job applications, but I'm already motivated at a certain degree. But if you're taking and going like, I get motivated when I take this drug, it's like, that's silly. Like that'd be like, if you take pre-workout and you get motivated to go lift, it's like, no, you just get really fucking jazzed up. And it's like, you need to push that somewhere. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but and that's not what I'm truly meaning by. Sorry, it's just a pet peeve of mine because of how like popular this has become, and like I just know that people, like I know so many people who abuse it, and I'm like, dude, it's so bad for you. Like it's not good for you, man. Like not I, not even doesn't regard the the dosage or anything. Like taking amphetamine salts every single day without a healthy diet is not good for you. Facts. Sorry. And that's, and so, and you, I'm sure take it, you know, appropriately, but I know a lot of people who wake up, lay in bed, take it and then go back to sleep. And like the, and they say, yeah, like the vibrance, the Adderall will wake me up. I'm like, bro, you understand what you're doing to your body. Like you are consuming amphetamine salts the very first, before you even drink water in the morning, you haven't consumed anything in 10 hours or eight hours. And the first thing you put in there is amphetamine salts. That's not smart. That's just not smart. So yeah, like yeah. with a healthy diet, it is it is appropriate, but you have to be smart about it. I just I have little things about this drug. I don't I don't. Uh, after the years, I just get irritated about things. Yeah, I mean, it, I understand what you were saying about the motivation. Yeah, I mean, that's not what I truly meant. I mean, it's just like like the paper you're writing. If I were needing to write a paper. It it helps me. I I I want to write this paper. I want, yes. to, but I can't focus on it. Correct. So if I can focus on it, I'm more 
that's what i'm saying that word motivated i guess initiative you take you can take the initiative you take that first step but at the same time it kind of is motivation because like off of like normally i don't i don't have the motivation to do you don't have the discipline no i just can't i can't focus on it yeah you don't have the discipline to sit down and write a paper you see discipline i feel like i mean me personally discipline is a little bit more like like if i'm if i if you're telling me i don't have the discipline to write the paper i do want to write the paper i just can't i can't focus i can't no it that's that's so you don't have the discipline to sit down and focus on the paper because you lack that and that's and that is a chemical imbalance in you and that's why you have adhd so you need a drug to supplement that to help you and i get that that's but it's not a motivating thing like you're already motivated you just literally like oh my god tilly over here oh the fan's going why is the fan so loud or oh my god this and like you just can't like get in that lane but like once you get in that lane you're like you're already motivated you just need help getting in the lane it's that chemical imbalance so i understand where you're coming from but it's that la- i'll use motivation but it's for lack of a better word it it's crazy cuz um the guy i was listening to too as well um about all this he's uh he's a neuroscientist guy he went on joe rogan a while back I forgot his name you remember um, yeah that's the yep. dude right there he's a good um, yeah Huberman knows his shit I remember he was talking about um, a colleague of his had the the guy that was addicted to meth and how he weaned off of it was plunging in the cold bath because, <laughs> because it gave him the same like shock, I guess dopamine, like yeah. just the rush. Yeah. That shit. Have you ever done a, have you ever done an ice bath? No, it's fucking. I mean, it's amazing, but it's brutal. Like it is, you get hit with that, and you're like, like you can just feel like needles in it. And yeah, it literally, I I imagine it feels like something close to that. <laughs> and I was just like, dude, it, it's honestly, it's just crazy how the the brain, like the chemicals and. But that's my interest is like not taking the drug and then finding things like that ice bath. It's like maybe if I just do an ice bath in the morning. Sure, it's more difficult than just taking a drug. But like our whole life is filled with convenience nowadays. Like if I can't sleep, I take melatonin. If I can't focus, I take Adderall. If I feel sick, I take Claritin. If I, you know what I mean? Like you, everything you want is in a drug. I mean, if you're anxious, you take Xanax. Like, I mean, for fuck's sake, dude, you can make problems disappear by just swallowing a little pill. I'm not really interested in that personally. Like I'm interested in finding different ways around that, even if they are more difficult or inconvenient, because I don't, I, I don't like the idea of being dependent on that. And you know, my background, so it makes sense. Like, I don't, I don't like being dependent on that kind of stuff. It's just not, it's not really for me. Uh, but I do like the assist every once in a while. Like I will take it and I like the assist. It's nice. It's just crazy to me to think that like, um, you know, he talked about, like I said earlier, when if you're diagnosed young enough, you can we, you can get off of it because you could teach yourself. Like as a kid, your brain's gonna be like, "Oh, okay, this is what focusing is like." Mm. And uh, my coworker, I actually uh, talked to her about it because she has ADHD, but she was diagnosed at five years old, mm. and she said she doesn't really even hardly ever. If she's in grad school, so she 
if she needs to, she takes it like big yeah. assignment or something. But she said she's pretty much taught herself how to if she, to focus without the medicine and whatnot. And I'm just like, well, I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have that uh, courtesy. There's like there's certain things that I do that I think really help. Like one of them is this candle that sits behind me. Like I will only light that candle if I'm working. So like I will smell it and it like triggers my brain like this is work time. You know what I'm saying? Or like I have different little things like if I'm wearing like a collared shirt, like that's something for me. Like if I'm wearing my watch sitting at my desk and, and I'm like dressed sitting at my desk, like that's something for me. Like if I the amount of senses that I can touch for one activity will isolate that activity and make me like it put me in the lane. It'll put me in the zone to do that if I can touch as many senses as possible. So that's like a big thing for me. And I have another candle for when I'm like relaxing and whatnot. And that triggers my brain where it's like, okay, like relax a little bit. That's, that's a really good one. As many senses as you can touch the candles really help me a lot. That's a big one. Um, because you just like put your brain in a certain space. It's like, okay, this is work time. Like when I smell this, this is work time. You know what I'm saying? Like similar to like, when you walk into like the gym or if you ever played sports, like certain pat, like my football pads or my helmet, like when I put, like you get in that lane, you get in that zone. You're like, Oh, okay. Like this is, this is how this is. This is what I'm doing. And you put on your running shoes. And like, even that my dog knows when I put my running shoes on, as opposed to like, you know, slides or whatever, like that's just little things like that. I found over time make an impact. So, but some people, man, like, Hey, I mean, there's a reason it's around. It's needed. I just, uh, I don't like I don't I don't like to see how many people and this doesn't include you how many people abuse it I just don't like to see that I think it's it's not good for you um, to take without understanding it it's not it's it's too easy to take um, and it gives you all the benefits you want but like you know there's always a give and take so yeah I, I'm not I'm by no means like addicted it's just like I need I it and the thing it's is if you're if, usually if you're abusing it you're probably not even prescribed, which is a very probably. bad thing. Cause I know for yeah. me, like I have to go to my doctor every three months on the dot or else I'm not getting refilled and they're going to check everything for me, you know, yeah. make sure I'm good. So I always have that backing of like, I know, I know I'm healthy because I'm consistently having to go see my physician, but that's important. Yeah. Oh, also apparently, uh, if you smoke weed every day, you know, it helps increase that dopamine. You know what I'm saying, boy? <laughs> oh. Bro. It helps to increase your dopamine every, if you smoke it every day? Is this according to Huberman? It, yeah, apparently it's a study shown that, like, if you take, like, the potheads that smoke weed, like, every single day because uh, weed gives you increased dopamine, too. But the thing is, it kind of – the other thing is offsets it with – uh whatever the other shit that makes you calm and shit so you don't really you don't you don't it's not the same effect totally yeah but it's funny because it makes sense because when i get stoned bro i'd be noticing things around me i'm like yeah. oh shit what in the world bro yeah. like what is going on around here so like it's like you get it's like you're you have more dopamine like you just get a rush of dopamine like whenever you smoke is that what you're saying or what he was An saying? increase and then like i think but though it's like you have to the the study was like potheads like smoked every single day, every day. versus yeah non-smokers like yeah. i think if you smoke every right. single day yeah 
over time, like without, like you can, you get a natural just increase. That Dude, makes a lot of sense, actually. That makes a <laughs> lot of sense. So I'm no, like, maybe that's why you can function now, bro. Me? <laughs> years? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, I, I think uh, that's that's interesting because that is right. Like if you lived on it for so long and like you were so high for so long, like you kind of like, I mean, it's cheesy, but you're high on life at a certain point. You know what I mean? Like that that makes that makes a lot of sense. Interesting. I, I did not know that. that. Look at that. I, I don't like bro. Nah. Pot's a whole other discussion. But no, dude. All right. We, now that we've we're done uh being a science drugs and science. We started drugs. off, if the two fans remember, we were a medical podcast after about two months of being a sports podcast. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> we, we became a medical podcast because of COVID. <laughs> we knew nothing. Uh, I we love nothing. that story. But we do have some sports and we talked about it a little bit. Um, did you, were you going to talk about sports or did you have something else? Uh, oh, I just want to throw in real quick. I've been meaning to talk about this for months. It's probably not even like a big old conversation, just a little thing that I think it's funny. Hit me. So there's a guy that I know. He, he told me his grandmother, his family hates his grandmother so much they didn't even tell her her own brother passed away. And I was just like, oh, okay. So they didn't tell her a few months ago. It's been like over six years, bro. <laughs> and she doesn't, still doesn't know her own brother passed away. I'm like, oh my God, how do you hate? How does a group of people so close to you hate you so much where they don't even tell you, yo, your own brother died? Did she have dementia or something? The grandma? No. Why the fuck is she not calling her brother in the last six years? I guess her brother might have hated her too. I, I forget that, that would I hate, that details. might make sense. Maybe she's accepted the fact that everybody hates her, and that's why she's just like <laughs> to everybody, you know? Yeah, just fuck them all, kind of thing. Yolo. Yo, <laughs> I'm on my own. True, bro. True. That's. I sad. just thought that was funny that I've been like. I heard this months ago and I've been like, it's kind of funny to put out there on the pod. And I just thought of it right now, but for the actual sports, Lamar Jackson wants out of Baltimore officially. Okay. I don't think he wants. That's not how I took it. I took it as he requested a trade because he wants to get paid. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, I'm reading the Sports Center. Lamar wants out of Baltimore. So yeah, I construe the words a little bit. Damn it, Sports Click Center. Bait. But you're right. He doesn't but, he doesn't really want out of Baltimore. It's just they won't pay him. Yeah. And you I were mean, pretty strong on this. You didn't think there was a market at all for Lamar. Well, I'm not the one that sets the market. Okay, but you 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 said there's no you were big on there's no market for him. So does that change with this at all or um, I don't think so. Because I've seen a few teams already that make sense. Mainly the Atlanta Falcons. I don't hmm. understand. They have a good amount of pieces, I feel like. I'm not a savant with the Atlanta Falcons. I don't know everything about them. But from what I've heard today, it seems like they've been rebuilding. They had Mariota as the quarterback. They drafted, what was his name, Desmond Ritter, right? I think is there, yeah. I think that's their like quote unquote like future. Is Desmond? He might be the backup. You know, I don't know. 
I think they brought in um, Gardner Minshew, I believe, this year or this this offseason. They signed him, if I'm correct. Are you looking it up? Because I'm not. Uh, but that's that's been a front runner, which I would be interested. The first thing I thought of was Michael Vick. I mean, running quarterback in Atlanta, Michael Vick. So I don't know. I just kind of kind of an interesting interesting idea. What, what I just think? I just think um, whoever whoever the thing is whoever trades for him, it's coming with like he expects. Oh, excuse me, burp. Um, it's coming with the, you better sign me. What's up? It's not, it's not a gardener. It was Taylor Heineke. (laughs) One of those, one of those guys. Yeah. One of those backups. Sorry. Um, yeah, if you're going to trade for him, you got to sign him, but either way with the, I mean, what do they have to give up the non-exclusive tag? They could just sign them to a fat contract, and I think they just have to give up a first round. I think. Um, Trade packages for Lamar. Let's see. So the Lions are on here. Uh, this is fansided.com. Lions get Lamar. Ravens get 2023 first round pick, which is number six. Uh, 2023 second round pick and 2024 first round pick. So two firsts and a second. Uh, oh, Panthers, which you picks. shit on that idea last time. And this was, oh, this was a month ago. So this is probably pre-trade. Yeah, it looks like this is so. Pre-trade. So with the, the non-exclusive tag, the if you were to outbid the Ravens, they decide not to match you, owe him. First, two first round picks. Two first round picks is what is what's required for the non exclusive tag. Yep. I know nothing about this non exclusive tag. We we talked about it, right? We've never heard of this before. This is like the yeah, first this year. Is the first time I've ever heard of this shit. What does it even mean? Non-exclusive it means that it, it means that you can Lamar's able to negotiate with whoever he wants, oh, and the shit. Ravens can match. Have the right to match whatever offer he gets. Yeah. If not, so, while he players negotiate with other teams, if a player on a non-exclusive tag agrees to a team with a deal with a new team, the original team must can match it or refuse and be awarded two first-round picks as compensation. That's insane. Like, there's no question about it. You're getting two first-rounders. That's wild. Why have we never I mean, heard of this? Because why would you ever do that? Who like who in Baltimore? Like why would why would just the- in ge- just in general? Why why would you? The thing is, if you want to keep a player, you negotiate. You can't come to terms. You just say fuck it. I'm gonna franchise tag you the regular one, and so that's it. You I'm gonna pay you whatever the NFL says I have to pay you, and you got another year left. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a weird thing. Like what, in what situation would you be, was there a non-exclusive franchise tag? So, okay. So he got, he's coming off his rookie deal and they did not. 
Extend so you him. can't franchise tag him. Like they didn't franchise tag him last year. Right. And then non-exclusive franchise tag. Like it's only one time, right? You can't like double up on him. Yeah. My no. understanding. Yeah. So they could they could have franchise tagged him, from my understanding. Why would you not do that then? Because they don't You don't think they want him? Not that they don't want well. I guess so. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they if it's because Lamar has probably explicitly told them I will not play under the franchise tag. Probably, yeah. Um, it, it's it's either that or I mean, you know, the QB franchise tag still is a little little hefty. I'm pretty sure it's around thirty five mil. Um, this one's thirty two. Thirty two four is what it says. Thirty two four. There you go. That's, I mean, um, that's still, that's, that's still good. This it's is so crazy, high. dude. He's not getting any any bids on this. I mean, he's twenty six years old, won the MVP unanimously. I mean, he's improved every year. His throwing ability has certainly improved in the past five years. You can't tell me that. You can't tell me it hasn't. I mean, you are you are you arguing that? Like you're telling me? It, it, come on. The thing is, he he's he's. Uh, if we're coming off, if he would have had his MVP year this past season, or maybe even the season before, probably a different story. But right, it was three seasons ago. I check right now for you. Hmm. Uh, nineteen. Yeah, four 19. years ago. Well, twenty nineteen. We, we, yeah, we are in twenty twenty three. The completion of the twenty twenty two season. So, second youngest player to ever win it, though, behind Jim Brown, and only the second player after Tom Brady to be voted unanimously. And he's gotten better. Like that's the thing. It's kind of like the Russell Westbrook thing. I hate to compare him to Russell Westbrook, but when he had the triple double season. And then Russell Westbrook did it for what two or three ne- the next two or three seasons. Mm-hmm. It just kind of like got old, like he didn't get the votes anymore for whatever reason. Like that's just how it was. I mean, Lamar is. I mean, unanimous vote here. I don't think he's been the best quarterback in the NFL, so he hasn't deserved it. But he's certainly improved every year. His throwing ability has. Because I remember I took a stand back at I think when we started this about Lamar and you've always kind of been a little bit against him on his throwing and stuff like that. So I've I've been paying attention to make sure he improves so I don't have to eat my words. And I would say he has. It's just crazy that there's there's people like like the Dolphins. Like Tua is clearly not the future for the Dolphins. Clearly, whoa, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, he cannot stay healthy, dude. Like he okay, cannot okay. stay healthy. Yes. That that part, I agree. And he's just and under... he's not. And with the weapons he has, he's just he's just not like he's not enough. It's it's the health aspect, and it's the weapons he has kind of hinder him at this point. Like the argument for him is hindered because of his weapons and what he has around him. It's like you should be performing. They should be in the championship game every year or pushing to the Super Bowl at this point. I mean, that's that's truly what it should be, in my opinion. But on the con on the contrary, I believe under Mike Mc- ever since Mike McDaniel has been there, Tua has been pretty damn good. And not just that, like you see, I I, I won't ever get over like 
watching, I think it was Pat McAfee when, um, who, one of the old school quarter quarterbacks that used to be on ESPN came on, came on there and started diagnosing like, um, one of the late game comebacks they had this past season before, I think it was this past season before he got hurt and all. And it might've been the year before. I can't remember, but like he, ever since Mike McDaniels came in, he is, he is a fr- freaking great quarterback. And there, there's some intangibles in him that you just, you can't get, you can't put on a stat sheet and whatnot. But the thing is, I do agree with you in the fact that the injuries, the injury thing that does. But if it weren't for the injuries, I mean, I, under Mike McDaniel so far, I would say I would, I would, you're keeping Tua? More. Yeah. You think he won a Super Bowl with Tua? Yep. Like skill-wise, or do you think like reality-wise he can he can actually win a Super Bowl? Because I don't think he can stay healthy enough to, to win a Super Bowl. I mean, he's already – how old is he? He's 25 mm-hmm. years old, I've... and what we saw this past season is very concerning in regards to his health, like long-term. And for all we know – considering his background i mean he's a smart guy family guy got a good family and he could pull an andrew luck at a certain point just be like look i've taken so many shots to the head like this is just not okay and i wouldn't blame him for it so look at what the dolphins did for the most part i felt like he was out a pretty good amount of the season this year um, with his concussion stuff. Almost almost got by Buffalo with Skylar Thompson. I think that's his name. Um, so the Dolphins have a pretty good team just overall around uh, Tua. Definitely. Um, I, I, I don't know what's up with the concussions, dude. I don't know, like, does he need, like, I just don't know. I've said this on here. Is it the way he lands on the ground? Does he need to like just roll with it? I because it's just one of those things. Like in uh, in UFC and fighting, you know, there there's a thing that the veterans know how to roll with the punches. With that meaning, like it might look like a hard punch. Somebody hits you with the right hook, but if you go with it it's not going to land as hard because you're yeah, you. going with the momentum instead of trying to go against it where mm-hmm. you might get knocked out. Yeah. Um, that's what I mean by that. I know it's not the different sport, but I don't know. There's something he's, cause I feel like <laughs> I can't, can't stress isn't enough on the hits that he got those concussions on. I'm just like, really? This is, you know, freaking, uh, Who's that guy? I think on the Jets, the kid from the Jets that just got the freaking. Oh, Zach. Ooh, you remember that the oh, linebacker that just blitzed? That? Yeah, Mike White, dude, just got absolutely just annihilated. Yeah, rock. The hardest yeah. you could legally hit a quarterback, and it was like the Jadavian Clowney South Carolina hit. That's what it was. That's what it looked like. Oh, jeez. Oh, that one's for the record books. But um, I always reference that hit. That's like one anywho, of the anywho, hits in anywho. Back to back to Lamar. Back to Lamar. The main thing. Um, it's just hard to say. I don't know if Lamar is 
I don't know how high the Ravens have gone on their contract talks. If Jackson they offered is... him 130 or 135 and Deshaun got 230. That's really what's screwing everything up is the fact that um what's his name Deshaun. in in, 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 Deshaun in, the, in Cleveland uh Deshaun uh, Watson. No, I'm trying to remember the, the owner's name. I don't remember the owner's name, but yeah, that he paid him two hundred and thirty million fully guaranteed. I still can't remember his name. Mm. But that's what's really screwing everything up here is because if he hadn't gotten that unprecedented amount of money, I think we'd be having a different conversation. Cause I mean, I think Lamar deserves to be I deserve I think he deserves to be higher paid than Deshaun, or at least like equal pay. I think he's probably a better player than Deshaun, don't you? Um it's he's hard. Done, he's just, done more. It's hard just cause he's done more for sure. It's just hard because Deshaun's practically been out for two years dealing with the crap that he's been dealing with. So I'm trying to go by a strictly like performance what on the field kind of thing, get all the feelings removed from it of what um happened. I mean, it's just hard because the problem is, like, he got that contract being out for two years. If he would have got that contract after the last game he played, then, yes, he, he's worth the money. Like, Deshaun Watson is that great of a talent, and Lamar Jackson okay, doesn't, doesn't touch him. The Well, okay, pause, because the difference being – if we're comparing Deshaun Watson of three years ago now, correct? Then we have to compare Lamar coming off of his MVP year in 2020. Well, I guess that would have been his MVP year. So if we were to yeah. compare the two, Lamar is technically better or was technically better. Now, the situation in Baltimore is, I mean, leaps and bounds way better than the situation was in Houston. So that's, that's just a fact that you know, Deshaun can't help. Um, and it could be a factor that people who are listening to this are like, man, Deshaun's way better than Lamar. What are you talking about, Alex? I'm like, I mean, he sure, like, we're gonna, like, how do you measure talent, right? Like, this is, we always have this conversation. Like, how do you really measure talent? Like, how is he, does he have better arm strength? Does he run better, better vision, more elusive? I mean, I think Lamar and Deshaun are really comparable in a lot of ways. Um, especially on the ground, dude. I mean, I, I remember when he was in Houston and, I mean, it was crazy the stuff he would wiggle out of. It was unbelievable. And then you watch Lamar, and I mean, you remember the spin move from like last year, two years ago on the Bengals, where he hit that spin move running full speed, and like the two Bengals players ran into each other. I mean, that's the kind of stuff. I mean, they both do it. Um, I think Deshaun can probably throw the ball better than Lamar can. He always, I mean, he probably has always been able to. Um, but I, I don't know, man. I mean, it might be a reach to say he's better, but it's like, I mean. Unanimous MVP, and you know, he's been to the playoffs. And I mean, it's like it's just kind of one of those things where it's hard to argue when you start looking at, I guess, team stats in a way, but also individual accomplishments, you know. So, if the fact that Deshaun got paid that money, I got to think that Lamar is owed at least a close amount to that amount to that money. It's, it's whatever the market will pay you, I know is what you're going to say. But at the same time, like Deshaun's a really good comparison to look at and say, hey, you know, I'm pretty close to this guy and I haven't had any off the field issues like this guy has. So 
That's tough, man. Yeah. That's a tough one. I mean, I'm looking at his stats right now. It's just, it, it's hard because for me personally, it's hard for me personally just because I, I really don't think his arm is that great. And... It's improved. Like it has, it's not his strength, but it has improved. In the stats, I mean, I mean, the stats, you look at the stats, I don't believe they show it necessarily. I mean, he's, and he's been pretty steady at like at least 62% completion, at least over 23. 20, I mean, I would say this last season he had 22. I mean, he was out five games. So he had 2,200 yards passing. I would say he's good for probably 2,500 minimum passing. And on top of that, you add probably a good thousand on the ground. I mean, that's, that's fucking impressive, dude. That's, that's good stuff. Like I'll take that out of my quarterback. You know, he's doing what he needs to do and he's not turning the ball over a crazy amount. He's seven interceptions. 2021 was not a good year for him. That's for sure. But I mean, prior to that third is MVP or 36 touchdowns and six interceptions. Are you kidding me? It's insane. So, I just also need keep in mind if you look at the like... sack numbers, the sack numbers are also not friendly to him. It's a lot of factors. Well, I mean, I mean, it, I I don't like to look at the sack because he it's not like uh we're looking at a Tom Brady or something. That's not. I don't think that's solely on the offensive line. I I'll give it just fifty fifty. Like that's why I just rule it out. Like I don't take it into consideration because I know. Okay. Because Lamar relies on his legs a little bit more, he might get himself into situations where he gets sacked. So I just don't even like consider it. It's not non-factor. Um, but I mean, in the end of the day, just one of these teams can just one of these teams just get him close, just pay him close. Jeez, I'm also curious to like how having an agent has impacted him because you got to think that this process has been really long winded. And I just wonder if an agent, and we talked about this last time would maybe alleviate or like, you know, bring, bring the team a little bit closer to what he wants, or maybe discuss with Lamar, like this is the situation. This is how we structure it again, because talked about it last time, but I'll say it again, like the agent works for the player. And I understand the agent wants to get paid. That was what you said. But at the same time, like you're not going to be a long tenured agent with a star NFL quarterback if you're only trying to put money in your pocket. Like you have to meet you have to meet the needs of your client or the wants of your client as best you can. So, yeah, I I mean, there's a lot of spots for him. I I just kind of sad to see him leave Baltimore. It's kind of silly to me because they built their whole fucking team around him, like their whole team. Are you joking what? me? Really? What team? What do you mean? What team? What do you mean they, they built their whole fact, team? Me, but they're him. one of the best, if not the best, rushing team the past five, probably since he entered the league. I mean, yeah, duh. When you have Lamar Jackson, you're going to be the lead. Like it's your the so job's you mean, half duh. done. He's he's obviously they've obviously built the team around his strength, David. That's what I mean. Do you mean they built the offense around his strength, like the playbook? Yes. Yes, because they like, obviously didn't build a team around him because he has no what who he has a wide receiver? Nobody. Who's that running back? He had Hollywood Dobbins, Brown. Gets, he did have Hollywood like, Brown. So that's what I mean by it, what team did they build around him? Um 
you're right. This past year they did not. I have to check their depth chart, but they had uh, Bateman, Rashawn Bateman, and I believe that was it. Like that was that was Devin Duvernay. If you want to throw him in there, I mean, he was my fantasy hopeful for years. It felt like years, <laughs> but yeah, wide receiver Rashawn Bateman, Devin Duvernay. They brought in Nelson Aguilar. I saw this guy who does like little meme videos earlier. He's like, I can't believe Nelson Aguilar didn't satisfy Lamar. It's like Nelson Aguilar is the furthest thing from satisfying anybody anywhere. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's Mark Andrews. I like Mark Andrews. But the reason he's not, I mean, Mark Andrews is incredibly talented, but the reason he's one of the best in the league is probably because it's one of only it's one of Lamar's only targets. <laughs> <laughs> like true targets. I don't know. I think they yeah, got a, man. they have a good team. It's uh we'll see if uh how it all plays out. It's gonna be interesting for sure. Um it definitely will be. Final four. It's coming up April first this weekend. San Diego State, FAU, Miami, and Yukon. Bruh. Four, five, five, nine. Might have to bring Brett back on just to talk about March Madness and see what bets he's going to place on Final Four and Championship Weekend. That'd be kind of fun. I, I broke my rehab. On oh, Saturday. did you? You broke it. Damn it. No. Yeah. What'd you bet yeah, on? I bet, it, hopefully it was, it was worth it. No, it wasn't because I, I did a couple parlays. There was so much sports going on. I did a couple parlays just to... Just for, just cause, just for the fun of it. So I did two, three picks, so six picks total. I literally only got one right. Oh, one no. pick. One pick out of six. Oh, and no. so I really, I really Is it was Rust? Like, Are we blaming Rust? No, I'm just, I just suck. No. <laughs> just me sucking. And so I, I'm, now I'm like, all right, back in the rehab I go. My uh, my bracket is so terrible, it's embarrassing, actually. Like, I've had people text me and ask me if I'm still doing the sports podcast because of how bad the bracket is. Like, that's... Yeah, you, you need to start doing something right. You ain't making us look... You, you're downing our credibility by the, by the day. I, I'm sorry. I try. I mean, I know I, I really can't bet. I know I can't bet, but that stays between uh, me and DraftKings. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was gonna say we could we could we could talk about those those numbers there and see see, you know, how many what the percentage of winning is looking like if it's seventeen percent or twelve percent or because nah, single digits. It's a, it's uh, locked up in Fort Knox. Oh, good for you. Uh yeah, it'll be we'll talk about that a little bit later this week, Final Four. Um, but yeah, great. I mean, last year was I'm thinking off the top of my head, UNC, Duke, Kansas, and Villanova in the final four. And this year it is completely the opposite, as you said. So it'll be uh it'll be fun. I think I think I might mess around, maybe place a bet or two, lose some money this weekend. We'll see. It's fun when they're when they're not blue bloods and you don't have to know everything about them and this coach and that coach and they've been, you know, doing sit-ups since they were in the womb kind of stuff. Uh but I will say that golf this weekend was pretty neat. Um, we had it's a Dell match play in Austin, and it's match play is essentially like a style of golf that 
you it's tiered like it's bracketed almost like March Madness and you have one golfer versus another and they play 18 and you win if you win a hole you go up one if you lose you go down one that kind of thing and so it's bracketed and then the championship is on Sunday uh and they play I mean an insane amount of golf I mean they play for the semifinals it was 2v2 or obviously there's four players left the two played each other and then they went back out in the weekend or in the afternoon and uh and played another 18 so they played 36 holes i believe max homo won if i remember correctly i'm not even looking at it uh i think so that's uh, not good i'd start talking about this i don't remember who won um but they're getting rid of it and it kind of sucks because like live golf has really pushed pga in a lot of good directions when it comes to rules and regulations and changes and this is kind of an l by the pga to get rid of this this different style because it's just fun to have you know like the Ryder cup and different styles of golf because it's believe it or not david i love golf i love watching it but it does get kind of monotonous every single weekend it just being like straight up stroke play and whoever wins wins it is fun to have like some teams and some competition some chirping that sort of stuff so kind of a bummer they're getting rid of that um what else is new? Uh, Baseball starts this week. Opening day is this weekend. Very nice. Yeah, I watched. We talked about the World Baseball Classic and Shohei Otani, I think, last time. I'm excited uh, to see what this uh, pitch clock. Oh, that's right. Like, yeah, it makes how how like how it enhances the viewing experience. Hmm. I hope it does, man. I hope it makes it quicker because oh, it will. It will. It's just like so slow. Like it doesn't yeah. need to be four and a half hours long. It, it's not it, entertaining enough for it to be four and a half hours long. It'll be great. I think it'll be a much better. I'm I'm excited to watch opening day. I think the Astros play Wednesday. <laughs> Let's see. Matt Wallace won it. My bad. Not Matt Homa. Matt Wallace. Houston Astros. Number one, baby. Let's see on Wednesday. What's today? Twenty seventh. Thursday. They play Thursday. Thursday night opening day. So I'm gonna give this shout out to this 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 lady um, in in the Elite Eight um, women's women's basketball. Uh, this girl, Caitlin Clark. I don't know if you saw this. She plays for Iowa, and uh, she scored 41 points, had 10 rebounds, and 12 assists. That's nuts in a college game. Nobody had ever, according to what I read, nobody had ever done a 40-point triple-double in college basketball, men or women. She's the first one to do it. So shout out to Caitlin Clark from Iowa, bro. That is fucking impressive. That's a lot of points for how short their games are. Or at least like how, I don't know, like college they just don't score as many points, not as long of a game, that kind of thing. So yeah. good for her. I want to give her a shout out. Um, I, think that's, I think that's everything. I think we're caught up. Yes, sir. Are we missing anything? Anything UFC? Nothing? Nah. All right. Well, two fans, you know where to find us at Slice Devils Pod, at Slice Devils Podcast, at Cowboy Canella for David on Twitter, at Alex Declare for my Twitter. And uh, 
Every Tuesday and Thursday. We'll see you next time.